This is Matt Michelotis, and you're listening to Frequency. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Frequency Podcast, Frequency.fm. And I'm here talking to Joe again. And Joe, how are you? You know, let's not spend a lot of time on that subject. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's been a rough time for you. More personal related, right? Yeah, no, there's been um, you know, one one thing that I uh, that uh, you, we can all take from our journey as Christians is just just because you are a, a Christ follower does not mean that life just falls into place magically and everything is. Uh, you know, rainbows and puppies and cats. Yeah, and unicorns and, and lollipops and yeah. What's yeah. a lollipop? That sounds like something a horse drops. <laughs> did I say plop? I think Lolly you did. <laughs> pop. <laughs> sounds like a mic test. Anyways. Yeah, it does. Let's move on from that. Yes, sir. So, Joe, you had the opportunity to talk to a really cool person uh, recently and somehow that turned into a coffee shop experience and an interview. Did you want to explain who we're going to talk to today? Yeah, this is, I don't know, I, I find this to be remarkable and cool and God-working in amazing ways. You guys will probably recall uh, about two months ago, our wise words featured Nick Departee, guitar player of Cutlass, and I had done an interview with him a couple of years ago for the Songwriters Cafe and just woke up, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, wasn't sure what Wise Words was going to be that week, and I thought, you know, it would be great to feature something from my, my conversation with Nick because I really enjoyed that, and there was some great wisdom there. And I, and so we included that, and that led to Nick engaging and saying, hey, we need to talk, man. Let's get together soon. And, uh, and that mm -hmm. happens sometimes, and sometimes you get together and sometimes you don't. But it just so happens that Nick lives in Portland, Oregon, where I live. So that's handy. Yeah, and he only lives, what, like 15 minutes from you? Yeah, he lives in a suburb called Tigard. I live in West Lynn. I'm probably 10 minutes from his house. Well, five minutes from his house when I go shopping on a Saturday. So I could just run into him, but I didn't realize he's like 6'4". The guy is like really, really tall. Oh, I'm wow. 6'2". And, and I've, never, I've never met you, Joe, and I used to think you were short <laughs> on Skype until one day I saw a picture of you and you're standing and I'm like, is that Joe? No, I'm 6'2". I'm pretty... I'm not super tall, but I'm I'm above average in height. And yeah. how tall are you? You're six foot, right? I'm six foot, but yeah. I thought so, I was tall. So I'm almost afraid now if I meet you. And I'm really afraid if I go to Portland, I have to hang out with you and Nick Departee. <laughs> that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? I don't I don't know, because I'd be the wimpy guy. It was, it, It's true. It's true. Because the first thing that happened is he gave me this big bear hug. And I'm like, I've never met you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would feel like who's the, the king on uh, uh, Lord of the Rings? Um, oh, I forget his name. Aragorn? I think so. Anyways, he he's not a big guy. You think he's like a big guy until he's with other people. And you realize he's really a shrimp. Yeah, Viggo Mortensen's not the tallest guy in the world. No, no. Anyways, I'd feel like that. Well, and that's kind of how I felt, because I had in my head, and forgive me, we're, we're like vastly departing from the subject. We're talking about Nick Departee's height. So, you know, enjoy, everybody. <laughs> this is a great conversation. But when he walked into the coffee shop, well, well, see, we're just getting ahead of ourselves. 
So Nick and I said, hey, let's just meet at a coffee shop in downtown Portland. Yeah, why not? You know, I'm thinking of logistics, how are we going to record this? But we just mm -hmm. plopped the microphone down on the table in front of us and recorded. And it's awesome because you hear people walking on the boardwalk. You hear trucks going by. You hear, mm -hmm. you know, jingling coffee cups. Uh, and yet it's still, in my opinion, and I was there, it, it was a fun conversation. But when he walked into the coffee shop, I turned around and I'm like, that guy's really tall. That can't be. Oh, my Lord, it's Nick. And big hug, you know. <laughs> now, does he still have big hair? Uh, no. Okay. Because there was, I think it was a video I saw where he's got this funky hairstyle thing going on. Um, oh, well, no. Because he's like, it's, like a lead guitar dude, right? He still kind of has that, you know. And Nick, forgive me if I'm getting your hair wrong, but, you know, I was listening to you and not staring at your hair. So, um, Actually, I'm going to commend you for that right now, Joe. <laughs> That you're not focused on a guy's hair during Let me just tell you that I could not stop looking at Nick's hair. It was like a miracle. It was like God struck his hair with gel and said, let it be awesome. <laughs> what voice was that? Um, I don't I, I don't know. I, I'm a man of a thousand voices. Sounds like a, like a, yeah, like a character off the Simpsons episode or something. I, 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 I don't know. I'm sorry. That's all right. The, the rest of the conversation will be like this. Just, you know, the, the radio voice with a slight lisp. I think that's what I was going for. That's So what we're sharing nice. with you today, it, Nick and I ended up sitting about two and a half hours chatting. We recorded about an hour and a half of that. Uh, so this is uh, about, I think, 25, 30 minutes of that conversation. And uh, it becomes apparent why it was important for Nick and I to get together and chat because he, he wanted to share some important news with folks and um, mm -hmm, we're blessed yeah. that he took the opportunity to chat with us about it. So, um, I don't know, do you want to just go right into the interview? Yeah, why don't we uh, go into the interview between Joe Brookhouse and Nick Departee. Interview. I am sitting in the Barista no, Coffee no, Shop no. in uh, downtown Portland. As you can tell by the background noise, we are here out in the open. You'll hear cars, you'll hear people talking, you'll hear uh, drinks clinking, and occasionally a siren. And um, who am I talking to this morning? Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Nick Defarty, and I'm just friends with Joe. <laughs> And, and uh, I had him introduce himself because I think the last time I interviewed him, I got his name wrong. And since he just admitted to me a couple minutes ago he doesn't know how to pronounce his own name, then I think we're all set. I told you, I'm homeschooled. Yeah. So. <laughs> Pronunciation story, yeah. Was, uh, was grade 13. I failed. <laughs> Mom flunked you. Yes. All right, well, we've got a lot to talk about today, and, I, and probably one of the first things that we should throw out there is there's a recent blog post that may be news to some people, it, uh, Into the Great Unknown, which describes some huge shifts in what's going on in your life, and uh, I'm going to let you in, tell people about this. Yeah, man. I mean, the biggest, probably the biggest, <laughs> biggest two things lately has been uh, my wife and I are pregnant with our, with our first kid. Is due in uh, about nine weeks. Good luck. I mean, yes. congratulations. Yes. <laughs> so talk about the great unknown. Uh, yeah. Golly, man, it's just gonna 
you know, we know it's going to just rock our world. It's just crazy. So nine more weeks of, of sleep, and uh, then the chaos will begin. But we're super excited. It's a little boy, um, so we're, we're pumped. But within that, um, another big change has been just that I'm actually just as of June 30th of this year just just left the band uh, Cutlass. Um, wait, been, wait, 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 say that again. Cutlass. I left the band Cutlass. <laughs> and all good things, all awesome people are always like, oh, what happened? Right. And it's like, you know, it, no, no drama, no, you know, nothing ugly, um, which people are probably like, Always hungry for drama for some reason because oh, yeah. we're twisted. Yeah, it, but yeah, behind uh, us, behind the music. Yeah, cut <laughs> like the Bachelorette. I hate that show. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. I watched every episode though. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a, a, a huge, needless to say, a huge season of change. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, everything's like I said, so so good with Cutlass guys. Still in great terms with them. Like. It was the most perfect departure, you know, difficult, bittersweet, of course. Yeah. But it was uh, about a year in the making of just praying through it and just really feeling, ultimately, like God just stirring in me, like, that it was time to step out. Um, which, of course, took me a year to really yeah. consider that. Well, you describe a fight that, yeah. that you were having. I yeah. assume that was an internal Absolutely. fight. Absolutely. Yeah, no, no boxing right. with, the, with the, the guys from the band or anything. Well, that would have been entertaining. Yeah, yeah. maybe we should. That was we'll the film scoop it. I was hoping for. <laughs> you kind of Everyone wants a fist fight. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. said it was like a year in the making. Excuse me for yeah. interrupting. But, no. um, so, and your wife's not due yet. That, yeah. But so it really, uh, my assumption was when I heard about this that it might be, oh, we got a kid yeah. in the works. <laughs> and maybe that was part of it as part of the planning. Yeah. But was, were there other things that were coming into play there? That yeah. I, th I think the the kid element, actually, I mean, most people I've talked to, they're like, well, oh, that makes sense. You know, you're done yeah. touring, you're, you know, you're getting older. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's Learned like, you know, it makes sense. You know, you're coming off the road, you got a kid on the way, and it was, it was just all true. I mean, it's, yeah. I'm, like I told you earlier, I mean, I, I'm so excited to have this season to be home. Yeah. And to be, you know. Here comes a truck. Here's a truck. <laughs> got it. Uh, excited to be home, you know, hanging out and being around for, for such an important part of our life. Yeah. But, uh, it's also, I think, that, you know, it was a weird thing because we, we didn't feel, we, meaning my wife and I, didn't feel done with touring right. or, or called away from touring or away from the lifestyle we've had, uh, which isn't for everybody. Like, no. I mean, and my wife, and we always talked about this in the band, like, anybody that tours, you know, and is married, like, your wife has to be twice as tall as you yeah. do because it's tough touring it's tough you know what to talk about like not sleeping all weekend and yeah. you know all the, the tough elements of being in a band but it is twice as hard to be the one staying behind well and there's a lot of stories unfortunately it. out there oh. of marriages even the yes. Christian marriages where yes. that is suffered absolutely and I think that you know I'm so blessed to have wait for this I'll yeah. pick up There we go. Uh, I've just been super blessed, I think, to have been part of the band that that was always very much a priority, was was focusing on 
family help of yeah. everybody involved. Like if anyone was having issues or needed to be home, like yeah. they would just work that out. Like yeah. it was always like, hey, if you're not, if your family's not doing well, which I think is just very biblical, honestly. If your family's not doing well, you shouldn't be. Then work on that. Yeah. And you know. Was that you? That was me. Yeah, man. I'm just slamming cups over here. Yeah, I can tell you're passionate about yeah. this. So, good. <laughs> so, I think, so being a part of that, you know, environment for so long was just awesome. And it yeah. made it a place where it was difficult, of course, to always be away from family. But uh, my wife and I, again, like, it, was, it wasn't that we felt done touring. It was literally all of this. And I think... That was the tough part, was there's so much good, and I believed in what Cutlass was doing, still do, like, you know, God's doing amazing stuff with the band, and with the music, and with the vision he's given John Micah for the future, and uh, it really just was simply God stirring in me that he had something else for me, and needing to trust that, you know, because for us, about six months of that whole journey, it was like, okay, God, you just show me what's next and I will gladly leave I'm not married to Cutlass that's not my identity it's not you know yeah. I'll leave you just show me what's next and it's like it kept coming back to like how about you just trust me and then I'll show you what's next and yeah. it's like let go of the ledge and uh, trust that yeah. I'll be there <laughs> just jump yeah and I'm gonna catch you like which is I mean I've talked about that even idea in countless interviews over the last eight years with the band like oh, we, we just gotta trust God like and I meant it every time but now more than ever I'm, I'm like having to like live it and I think that's the as you know like the most difficult thing ever is when yeah. it's easy to give advice but to live advice is do as I say thing. not as I do but <laughs> yep. you know I, I, I think people in my family would say that I do a great job of uh, dishing out advice um, but then when it comes to like living my life according to what I've been saying to people yeah. that I'm kind of lousy that's crazy. Yeah. It's so easy. And I think it's always, it's authentic. Like, like giving advice, like, I, again, like, I meant every word of every one yeah. of those interviews. Like, it wasn't like that was coming out of a, a false place in my heart. Yeah. But it's just now more real than ever. And I think that was, for me, that's just where God needs me yeah, right now. So it's like, hey, I need you to live it for a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, and of course, like I told you, like, I'm writing songs about it. I'm writing blogs about it. I'm like having to explore this place that I'm in in a really fresh way. And I think, I don't think he takes us through just to write songs and just to have this thing. I think those are great side elements, but um, it's definitely caused me and even my walk to just grow, you know, already. I'm only a month, what, a month in to this new season, and it's just. You know, I miss playing music live, of course, like, but I have more peace than ever that I'm in the right spot. Right. And right where God needs me and where my family needs me. So it's uh, it's crazy. It's definitely a huge change. So 45, 50 days. I mean, you're, you're yeah. barely in this. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. It's it's wild. And I think, like I told you earlier, like, what? it's the best way I can describe it is that I'm in a place where I look at it and I feel like I should be more scared than I've ever been in my life. Yeah. But then I actually have more peace and more, like, optimism than I've ever had. Like, you know, and, and I think definitely as I was struggling through making the decision to leave the band, it was a lot of turmoil, like, internally. Yeah. Of, 
you know, really finding that answer and deciding that. Um, and so now the relief of like, that was what needed to happen. And I still, I have glimpses of like what is ahead, you know, and what God may be doing, but I still am like just slowly getting that revealed to me, you yeah, know. And trying to be faithful. Yeah, yeah. And I, all I know is that I'm supposed to just be faithful right now. And, um, and I think that's just the, especially with guys, I think it's tough to just be patient, you know. Well, I want the next project. To me, I, I think, think we define ourselves in many ways by our by our work and our yeah. ability to produce. Yeah. And then when yeah. you st- when you step out and you go, well, um, I'm going to let that little piece of security go. And, yeah. and I say little, but you consider that, you know, you've got Cutlass, arguably one of the biggest acts in Christian music, and you say, I'm going to voluntarily step away from that. <laughs> yeah. And I mentioned earlier, yeah. I get nervous. You know, yeah. I hear that, and I'm like, what's Nick doing? But, you know, uh, one what thing a weirdo. That I've, well, I thought that too. But <laughs> one of the things that's always been striking to me about you is just how authentic you are in your walk, you know, that it's not just something you're mouthing, it's it's just, it's something that is uh, demonstrated, and so it, when I hear that, I go, there's got to be a good reason, and in it, and I didn't get the sense that there was drama, I mean, you've been pretty yeah. upfront that there really isn't any drama, yeah. nuts, but, uh, sorry, yeah, well, boring, the scope, uh, um, but, uh, but, you know, I think if, so in terms of fear, yeah, you know, which I, you know, like I said, I'm nervous for you. Yeah. Uh, I've always been passing the truck. Yep. Old. Yeah. Uh, what, um, what are you anxious about? Can you give me some perspective yeah. on? Yeah. I think the immediate things, of yeah. course, that the logical things, I guess, is just, you know, financially, like yeah. in a spot where, uh, I'm having to again trust God completely like, and I think again as a man and as a husband and now as a father like I, I joke about this you know lately I'm just like oh yeah like I got a kid on the way it's the perfect time to quit a job like you know it's silly and but at the same time it's like the anxiety of like okay well, I still need to provide for my family yeah. So that makes me super anxious, you know, especially now, like, I'm doing graphic design, I'm still doing songwriting, but those things are way less regular as far as, yeah. you know, and, reg- and as far as, like, yeah, I'm going to get, like, two projects this month that pay well for graphics. Yeah. And great. Well, what does September look like? I don't know yet. Uh, I'm still chasing it down, you know, so yeah, that kind of the inconsistency of it. Yeah. But at the same time, with that anxiety, then I've also watched as God has provided, most of the time, right in the nick of time. Yeah. Uh, which makes you a little stressed, you know, keeps you on your toes, but at the same time, I've watched God already just be faithful, you know, within like, oh, man, we got to get an oil change. Like, we don't have an extra $30 this month. Like, yeah. And literally... We'll just have, you know, I've had a piece of gear online that's been for sale, and it sells, and it's $50. So, a classic God pays for the bill, and we get to go get some dinner that night. Yeah. You know, like... Pizza. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that's... So, just financially, like, it's it's a 
course in a really anxiety-ridden place. Do you worry about uh, relevancy as an artist? By totally. Yeah. Totally. Always. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that. I was just talking to my wife about this, just on a, even on a songwriting level. Just the need to be fresh, you know. And and since moving, you know, I used to live in Nashville, and now living in Portland, a very creative town, of yeah. course. Like, but at the same time, I'm very removed from a lot of the, the comforts that I had established in like writing and you know having guys that I write with consistently. Having that network right at the yeah, right literally there. at my door. Yeah. And and so that's been a huge kind of as far as anxiety, like it's kind of. It's stressful, and I have to work twice as hard here to maintain that community as yeah. well as maintain my, you know, what do I do as a writer? Like, I know I can contribute in a writing appointment with, you know, a co-write or, or work with an artist, but, like, what do I do? And I think that's what God's really, on a songwriting level, is really working in me right now. It's yeah. like, let me, like, figure out, not your identity as a songwriter, but just what you what you do like yeah what I create naturally and your I'm really voice exploring is individual so yeah versus yeah a which I think I need to be even more confident in a co-write you know yes yeah. knowing even more exactly who I am as a writer um, and a lot of that I think is going to just grow in this season which I'm excited about yeah uh, still scary within, within the anxiety yeah. it also generates a lot of uh, I think passion and a lot of like realness um, and a new kind of fresh sincerity that I haven't been able to have without being in a season like this so yeah. trying to hold on to those things is the positive note of where I'm at and uh, you get this season one way or the other is a, a reference point for the rest of your life you know it's a watershed moment that you're always going to come back to 2014 and go good or bad yeah that's where things started to change yeah absolutely I mean, you're you know because you know, your son's going to be born yeah leaving the band yeah these new ventures um, now speaking of ventures and you alluded to this just a couple minutes ago a lot of people probably don't know that you have your own graphic arts company. Yeah. And so <laughs> one of the things I want to make sure people understand is that that's part of your future. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how long that's been around, but it's Equal 7 yeah. is the name. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been doing that? I've, well, let's see. I've been doing graphics for, I mean, actually, right out of high school, yeah. all through high school, I did a lot of graphic design. And, and right after, you know, I had been in bands and stuff, definitely wanted to do music, but also loved graphic design and went to school initially for graphic design and finished my associates um, in graphic design and multimedia and ended up getting a job at a record label, like a little indie label out in California. All right. Like right out of, you know, I was probably, gosh, 19 or 20. I guess, and worked there for about a year and a half, um, just kind of doing art direction and graphic design for, you know, advertising and promo stuff for artists, and kind of was like, oh man, like, I'd love to just work at a label, like, this is awesome, like, kind of yeah. get in the music industry, but also on the graphic design side, like, um, and it was about a year and a half into that that Cutlass ended up calling, and they needed a guitar, a guitar tech, and right, right. so unfolded my, my Cutlass career. But uh, graphics has always been a kind of, even in the Cutlass years, like on the back burner, kind of just 
doing stuff on the side, and even through the years with Cutlass, started doing more and more for the band, you know, um, up to this last album, you know, I got to do the layout for our record and do kind of help kind of guide the ship as far as uh, branding and just kind of having a cohesive brand for this whole record launch. Uh, which is so fun, you know, like making a logo icon for the whole thing yeah. and redid the website and, you know, doing a merch line and all that stuff, which is so fun. And that kind of really actually I think is what kind of triggered me to like, man, I really think I want to pursue this. Even before I knew I was leaving the band, it was just like, I really should fire this up again. Like, yeah, I feel like I'm in a new spot. And I think, honestly, living in Portland has made me excited even more about that end of my yeah. creative the art scene here so, is ridiculous yeah it's crazy you drive around downtown I mean, we're sitting here right now and it's like there's these buildings it's all this rad just branding everywhere and, yeah I mean this is like one of the artiest coffee shops ever yeah. you know it's just if we're it's, racing you're just surrounding so wants to kind of hang out we'll absolutely for another 20 minutes come on yeah. by yeah listen to trucks with us <laughs> so all that to say it just kind of fired me up to just kind of get that rolling again you know yeah. um, and so I technically kind of end of last year kind of uh, actually filed some of the business stuff and got officially rolling yeah um, well tell me I mean outside of the Cutlass album yeah what, what other stuff you've been involved in that we might have seen yeah I started I'm doing a lot of work with, with uh, Tooth and Nail Records like yeah they've been just awesome just give me lots of work and uh, been doing a lot of layouts like album art and um, promotional stuff for some of their artists. I uh, recently just did uh, David Dunn, he's a newer artist. Yeah. Uh, Nashville guy. I just reviewed his album. Awesome. I, I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. So, and there's some amazing writing on that record. Uh, and then, Today is Beautiful is a great single. Oh, man. Just throw that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and it was cool just working. His photos were just so awesome. He had such a cool photo shoot. And a lot of times, like, you know, you get credit for, like, a layout. But it's so... I mean, I got handed a bunch of cool photos and basically, like, here, make these look awesome in a layout. I'm like, yeah, I can put these on a page. Like, you know, yeah, here's a white background like, and a feel bad almost. Yeah. You know, that was the, with the Cutlass album, too. It's like, these are these shots just turned out amazing. Like, it's inspiring working with that kind of Well, that content. was down at Cannon Beach, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw can't that. Go wrong. Oh. Insane. Um, so, it's been a lot of that. It's just been great, you know, and I did another layout for the band called The Museum. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. recently and they're doing some cool worship stuff and so it's cool I think being able to as a songwriter like I love working with artists and then to be able to work on this other creative side with a lot of these artists as well like I don't know it's kind of it's cool to be able to be creative in more than one element like you know yeah I think that we get in our heads as consumers that it's not appropriate for an artist to venture outside yeah. of what we expect them to do. You know, Jennifer yeah. uh, Lopez acts and sings. Well, that's yeah. weird. She yeah. shouldn't be doing that. She should pick one. Yeah, she's <laughs> good at one or the other. And totally. actually, one might argue she's not good at either. But um, but uh, I think we do. We like to put people in a box, and then when they venture outside of that, we get uncomfortable. Yeah. But I know, like myself, whether I write songs or sing or I act yeah. or sketch. Yeah. There's just a, a mediums that I like to work in because it's, I have an artist's brain. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I think we have to be open to that idea. Yeah. People see you as, oh, you know, he's the guitar player and songwriter of Cutlass. And then you see graphic arts and you go, what's that about? Yeah. And they get kind <laughs> of weird about that. Totally. I think that's, I don't know, I think 
for me, I'm just like, and I'm sure you understand this, like, when you have a couple branches that you just prefer to work in, like, it's just really, like, fulfilling and satisfying yeah. to, I love writing songs, but some days, the song right. isn't in me, yeah. and I need to work on some graphics, and it almost, like, balances each other out, for me at least, like, sure. my brain just feels comfortable when some days I need to do a song, some days I need to work on my website, yeah. you know, just having those different elements helps me, I think, stay fresh in all of those areas, so I've been uh, just super excited about it, man, like, it's just so fun to have that outlet and to have the relationships in place to, especially in the season I'm in, to be able to have friends like Tooth and Nail and all these artists that I've worked with that yeah. like, hey, I would love to do your art. I love what you do musically. you got a network you can draw on. Yeah, and I think it's just, it's just another sign of just how God provides. Yeah. He's faithful to just, I had to make those relationships to try to get a job out of it. Right. You know, it's just happened over the years. I've met people and God is now allowing those relationships to turn into fruit of a different kind yeah. and it's just kind of cool you know I, I think the more and I'm learning this but the more we can just enjoy the relationships that God's given us not yeah. to get something but, but to, to have a relationship and appreciate it for what yeah. it is like and I think you know within our industry there's a lot of getting stuff out of people you know, and I've been guilty of it over the years. I mean, we all have you, to some degree. If you don't have a network, then you will be a C at some point. Totally. I mean, even even if it has nothing to do with art or Nashville, yeah. it's just professionally. Yep. If you don't establish a network at some point, you wish you had. Yeah. And uh, and people, you know, bag on, oh, Nashville's, you know, it's just full of schmoozers and blah, blah, or whatever, you know, maybe it's yeah. L.A. you're against or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, you know, no, I just keep coming back to this theme, and I'm just like, you know what, though, like, you can bag on a city or an industry all day long, you know. But bottom line, like, just as much as you feel called to what you're doing, or you may feel like your thing is the best thing or the right thing, yeah. there's still, just as much as I love songwriting, there is guys that I work with in my publishing company that are just as called and are just as qualified, if not, like, more qualified to just, like, to pour into what area they're involved in, you know what I mean? Like, I am no more right to be a songwriter or in, on a better path than the A&R guy is at the label. Right. Or the manager is in Nashville who's just working his tail off for his artist. So, I think... Have a truck. <laughs> I think, I think that this isn't a bag on people. I think we just all need to be aware of, like, our attitudes towards things like that. Yeah. And, and just, I'm just learning this a lot. Like, you know what? These are just, we're all people, and we're all on the same team. Like, we are the church. Well, there's the that church uh, walk a mile in my shoes thing, which came yeah. from the whole idea of the Roman, uh, Romans being in the uh, in Jerusalem, and you were required, I don't know if you know this, yeah. required when, to, to carry the Romans 
um, equipment for them. And well, no, it's the extra mile. Forget it. We're gonna erase <laughs> that. <bit. laughs> I got the wrong script. I was so into it. Yeah, I know. It's very I love cool. that. No, it's it's uh, going the extra mile. It's okay. The idea that you're supposed to take their gear for a mile, but then uh, gotcha. just, but then take the, the extra mile. Go one more mile. That's where that came from. That's really good. interesting. But it has nothing to do with walking in somebody's shoes. Well, we should go the extra mile. Yeah, you should. So. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for trying to cover up. Got it. There you go. That was the first part of Nick and I having a coffee conversation, which is exactly what a frequency interview should be. I don't know. What'd you think? I oh, I'm still jealous because you get to have all the cool coffee conversations, and I'm stuck over here in Canada digging out the snow. It's not snowing, is well, it? Well, it's it's getting pretty close to it. Actually, I wore a jacket on the weekend. You're kidding. I am not kidding. Okay, let's stop it talking was... about the weather. So, what did you like about the interview? <laughs> Honestly, uh, I thought it was great. Um, I, I think it's good for them. I think, um, you know, there's always tough times during transition. Um, but, you know, I think God's going to bless him for making the decisions that he's making. And, um, you know, he's he's a songwriter, always will be a songwriter. And I look forward to uh, what God has in store for him and his family in the future. I think, uh, to me, what Nick is doing is a, a remarkable testament to... But similar to what you did, frankly, in terms of listening for God's call and then, and then, being uh, faithful to that call, that's that's tough. Yeah, and actually, a lot a lot of what he said resonated with me because our family did some of the same decision making um, things. We were like, well, we could wait and see what God does and then jump into it, or we can go into it on faith that God's going to handle things yeah. and. Um, yeah, I think he's on track there and I think God will bless him for it. Um, but again, the roads that you take aren't necessarily what you expect. So I'm sure he's, he's anticipating, um, you know, kind of just going with the flow and seeing what happens in his future endeavors. Um, but the blessing of having a family, I mean, that's first and foremost in his life right now, which is great. Now, did I tell you that uh, we talked about names, what the name was going to be of the boy? No, no, not in this portion. Oh, um, well, I don't think we recorded that because I pitched the idea of Joe, and uh, he said that, uh, yeah, he would consider that amongst every other name that a boy could be named. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Daniel's yeah, always anyway. good. Daniel is good. Joseph Daniel Departy. <laughs> or DJ Daniel Joseph hey, That's even better. I'm DJ already, Daniel James. So there you go. Well... All right, I need to I need to call Nick. I got his personal number. In fact, I'm going to share that with you all right now. <laughs> yeah, show no, off. No, no, <laughs> he was very generous to allow me to have that, and I try to text him no more than twenty times a day. So, <laughs> creeper, creeper. <laughs> well, I look well, forward to the next part because I know this is not the end of the conversation. So, uh, yeah, we will share part two very soon. Uh, no, no, we won't. We won't show. Oh wait! Sure. When are we doing that? I don't know because we have so many other interviews, man. We got queued up, so I thought we'd like parse it out in between other ones. Oh, okay. I got no okay. idea. You guys, you you'll we'll figure this out. You just keep listening, and we promise you that we will continue to share compelling interviews with you from across the spectrum of Christian artists. Deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We need a shirt that says that. 
<laughs> that should be our new logo, Joe. Hey, oh, and just absolutely. Which, yeah, it's just a frequency, absolutely, on the back of this here. So um, we, we did ask uh, Nick. He's helping us out a bit to, to uh, perhaps revamp our logo a bit. And, um, and keep in mind, as a graphic artist, he's always looking for opportunities. So um, equal7.com is where you want to go. Check that out and uh, take a look at some of the work that he's done. And, uh, you know, give the, uh, give the guy some of your business if you've got graphic arts business to do. And um, help that family buy their pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and actually he does have quite a good portfolio. He's, he's done a lot of work with bands and uh, other companies so yeah it's definitely worth checking out all right uh so i think we're going to cut this one short it's only been an hour and <laughs> <laughs> come on joe i'm sorry this is this is one of the shortest recordings ever 12 minutes come on i know i know folks i, I know you're going to be sad that we're going to we're going to leave early but again i do have to fry something for the the soon-to-be six-year-old. He started kindergarten today, and he's hungry. He's worked hard. And I should throw out a little teaser. Um, I actually just finished an interview with Daniel Darling, who's an author. We'll share more about him soon. Um, but if you look him up, he does have a, a blog, danieldarling.com. Um, so we'll be sharing an interview that I did with him out of Nashville uh, within the next couple of weeks. Outstanding. All right. Well, how can people get a hold of us? You can go to the website at frequency.fm. Or Twitter, Frequency FM, or Facebook, Frequency FM. That makes it easy, folks. We have faith that you can find us. And don't forget Google+. Plus. We keep trying. We keep trying. I keep posting. and, and <laughs> <laughs> It's pitiful, no. but we are there. Hey, but um, I interviewed Emily. Uh, how do you pronounce her last name? I screwed it up when I interviewed her. I couldn't get it right. Emily Wearing. Uh, Wearinga. Like wear, I'm wearing yeah. a blue coat, right? Does okay, that work? Yeah. Did you did you say that to her? No, no. But she's a very <laughs> a very generous person. Anyway, I thought we were supposed to. Good, good. Okay, folks. We really, we're going this time. iTunes. We're on iTunes. <laughs> subscribe. There's a number of places where you can subscribe to the <laughs> subscribe to the podcast. Just do it. Really. Um, you know, I, I'm, we're, we're pouring our life money into this thing. And, and uh, if you don't listen, then I'm going to have to start selling potatoes on the corner. So let's, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And I live in PEI where there's potatoes. <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll see you next time. God bless. Don't stop creating in his name. <laughs>